0: Dude, Welcome back, dude. everybody, to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsperts, so we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. And today we're on StreamYard, which is always a lot of fun because we get to hear the music. I'm Alex Christensen. Joining me, as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. How'd it go, Andy? Too many goals in that stupid soccer game, but uh, yesterday was all right, I guess.
1: Yeah, I know. I didn't expect the Ukraine to come out like that. But, I mean, good for them. If If I was going to lose the bet, I, I was hoping it wasn't going to be like a... You know, uh, a Scottish thrumping, like if they won 4-0 or something like that. So good for the Ukraine. Uh, the tennis was high level. Great. It's finally, uh, Drew and I, I think we're going to do this every year. Just take a long Memorial Day break. Like, I'm going to plan a vacation next Memorial Day weekend and just be gone. Because he usually is gone anyway in Hawaii. And fuck it, we'll just uh old, old vacation together, even if I'm heading to a different coast. But it was nice talking a bunch of men's tennis with him. Those were just a couple of fun high-level matches. Uh, We had a very decent high-level match for one player this morning, at least. Um, Iga continues to destroy. And then we are heading to the second set. I wish we'd have got a 6-4. That wasn't a great break at the end. But we need Coco to take a set off here. So 12 for the push. five games. Five games, Martina. That's it. Five games by Martina Trevisan, which at that point would not cover the handicap. I believe it was mostly four and a half. If it ended up seven, five, you would end up with a push on the totally sold out to winner on the regular total and a loss on the handicap. So if it does end up seven, five, good jobs to the folks who set and, you know, informed that market with their bets. Cause that one turned out good. What what ended up being the second set for uh our Polish princess? Was it six two six two?
0: Six two six two, the double deuce. Hmm she just—it's a tough matchup for Casati, who this is her best appearance in this tournament, and you think of her as someone who moves very well, would be good on clay, but on these slow courts, it's really tough for her. She figured some stuff out this year. Again, pretty impressive. I mean, I think Drew even said on the deep dive, like four games for her was pretty good, and it felt pretty good.
1: Yeah. No, it, I it, it,
0: it's one actually.
1: I was going to say I didn't catch it. I just when it, when it's over, I just put the, like I hit the star on flash score and be like, well let me know when she wins just so I know like nothing happened or this match wasn't interrupted because I wasn't gonna watch that anymore. But yeah, we are that hoping for six, two, six one. hoping for some uh some signs of life from Trevisan here in the second set. And one of those women, likely Coco Goff, will be your other finalist for Saturday's uh finals. And we'll talk more about that tomorrow because we'll actually have lines, we'll have props, we'll have stuff up. Probably be a few ways to attack that because you could say, Oh, like she's gonna truck her, and the total's gonna be fucking 19 and it sucks. But there's so many props available for tennis, and I'd honestly, like let's get to your men's one because I have a bunch I haven't even played yet. I have them in the queue. Um, there's something about for some reason when I play props small, I want to bet four. I have some O C D things apparently <laughs> with that. Like, I really I, I have three that I'm gonna play for some small amounts. And I really want a fourth one because it was, and I did post the one in our tennis chat. It was Nadal loses the first set and wins the match akin to our, uh, you've hit these a few times in the NBA series, but uh, as Drew and I talked about last night, it feels like Sasha has to come out hot. And if he ends up, you know, again, busting his nut there in the first set, winning it, it might just be Rafa from there on out. In fact, there is set exactas. Where you can bet who wins each set. So I it's look at
0: those for a long yes, time.
1: Yeah. So, L. So for Rafa, L. W. W. W., which is again, he loses the first set and wins the match straight up from there, doesn't lose another one. That pays 10 to 1. That's worth 25 bucks, right?
0: I was going down and looking, and I forget what's I mean, what's the price Nadal L L W W W. That's Vera's Zverev, Vera's all over the place. What, let me see. What is that? yeah that's 33 33
1: yeah we're looking at the same book apparently (laughs) so it's uh that'll be an interesting one but i i'm probably gonna play a couple of those fun ones and then uh just exact set four plus 175 i do like the total over a little bit here it's gonna be in that 37 and a half 38 range but looking for the doll to get by but not without a little bit of a fight i don't know did you uh you don't you don't watch as much men's as you watch women's, but I think this is one probably worth taking in, and it's a Grand Slam semifinal on a Friday, so may as well. Uh,
0: no women's tennis really. It's they're again Coco Goss playing right now, so I won't have French Open odds till tomorrow. Um, Makarska is they're playing right now. I didn't get lucky enough to get a, a match or two before we got on today, and the ITFs are all over the place, but. Um, You know, when we get to the finals of this, I do watch some of the men's tennis, especially some of these bigger players. And as we've talked about before and kind of, you know, backhandedly joked here, these Zverev matches, as you get later into Grand Slams, it's wild. They go over in just time and time again. His Grand Slam overrate again once you get past kind of the first two rounds when he's playing. You know, some better competition is unbelievable. And I see no reason that he can't take a set or at least make things competitive here against Nadal. I looked at maybe Nadal to win and there'd be a tiebreaker in the match, something like that. I liked your look again, you know, um, Zverev to win the first set. I didn't see anywhere in Nadal in over three and a half sets. That's fine, too. Um it just, I think Nadal wins this match, and it just doesn't seem kind of like the SmackDown that we've seen from Nadal in some of these spots. Zverev, with his serve, has been able to do very well and again extend some of these sets. So, giving Nadal to win in over 33 and a half games, plus 160, it looks like a solid number again, considering Nadal's about minus 225 or so to win the match, and the total itself is only 37. So, um, or no, I'm sorry. Nadal minus three thirty-five to win the match, and the total only thirty-seven. So I get to put that together. I was surprised it was even. Honestly, a plus money, let alone plus one hundred and sixty. I think maybe they're overestimating the correlation to Nadal and unders.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think. And you know, we've been wrong before. I lose bets every day of my life. I'm trying to. I should go look back and find the last time I didn't lose a bet. There was actually. I did have like a three and zero day last week. One point that was not. None of them were my bets, but. It's hard to not lose bets. I'll lose many bets, and if Nadal just trucks him because Zverev isn't in the right headspace, wouldn't surprise me, but I just don't see it. He's playing well, and like you said, that serve is really stinging right now. He's not... I mean, it's still clay. He's not going to end up with, like, 25 aces, but he's he's not ending up with a ton of aces. It's just, you know, it's just been good serving and good second serving, too. I think in the match versus... uh, God, I, I, why have I spaced on who he just beat? Uh, Alcaraz. Mm-hmm. He ended up, like, close to 60% with his second, uh, second serve points. That's what you need to win a match is winning your second serve points, and it doesn't usually just come with the luck of, I won a lot of volleys. Like, it's because your second serves are in, and your second serves are not horrible, just looping, you know, waist-high kickers that don't kick worth a shit, so... Good for him. Hopefully, that's a fun one. The other match is, it, it was uh, surprising that they made Rafa the first match. The night match will be uh, Chillitrude, which is probably the right move. That one could be a good one. A uh, lot of money. A lot of money has come in one way on that. The Eastern European openers for that were like minus 170. It's out to 235 for Rude, which
0: probably I'm fair.
1: Probably fair at minus 200 is what I said last night, but I, I'll i be watching that. Won't be betting it. Um, you already talked about some plays for the finals because we're, or excuse me, the NBA finals. Cause again, it's been like three damn days of waiting for this game. <laughs> I know our, Darren's in the chat here. Darren, Darren likes some props already. I've, I've, I played the Williams prop of course, but if, uh, is there anything angle. else? Yeah. I wanted to talk about that as we get later into the series, too. And maybe that's a a conversation for next week. But I think, yeah, you, Darren, and some of these guys that followed the NBA, like that's something I'm interested to see come like Monday is, you know, once you get two, three games into the series and you have a couple of decent coaches start to make some adjustments if there's some angles to be had on some of these player props based on like, hey, they have to do this. They're going to do this. They've done this in the past when they've needed a boost on defense or they need uh, some scoring or they go to this sort of lineup. Like, oh, it would be interesting to see what we have there. But did you look anywhere else in the player prop markets at all or – we're just, we just a Grant Williams podcast.
0: Thanks, Darren. Uh, Grant Williams, maybe. It looks like Time Lord is going to be out tonight. If he does play, he'll be severely limited. And I know a lot of people are looking at Robert Williams' unders. Just skip that. If he doesn't play, your bets cancel. Try to look yeah. for the other guys that are going to fill in, and Grant Williams is going to get those minutes and those boards. I also wouldn't mind maybe like a Horford PRA over kind of situation. But in general, I don't know what to expect from Boston tonight. They really were beat up at the end of that series. They're going to come back after about a week. They have to play in Golden State, which is just a really tough place. We know in the finals that place really gets up. I mean, it's not as loud as the Oracle was, but it's a pretty solid stadium and a great home court advantage for the Warriors. So uh, just, you know, no player props again other than that, but give me an over tonight. Um, I think that this total here kind of reeks of, a little overreaction to that Boston Miami series, where we've now got a bunch of Boston information screwed up by the fact that Miami couldn't score more than ninety points for two or three games. Which, again, I, as I look at this, I have this closer to two sixteen. Um, I tweak some stuff. I get even higher numbers than that. I honestly might look for an alt over as well for this number, but I think this is going to be a little bit of an up and down game. The Warriors being at home, I expect them to put up some points. I wouldn't mind a Warriors team total over, but I think as this game gets going, it's going to be a little quicker paced than what they're expecting, and things will just look a little much better, and there is a chance of a Golden State blowout tonight. If that's a thing, those are always great for overs, so give me over 212.5 and probably even grab like some alt over 215 or something like that depending on what those numbers look like. Curious to see if this moves honestly at all today,
1: alt over 215 parlayed with alt over like Williams, Grant Williams, like six rebounds, something I, five, six. If it was three and a, I haven't looked, I need to, like, when legal books became legal and people started to bet it, I kind of laughed. I'm like, those don't look that good. Like, everyone's getting limited, and like, those lines are terrible, and they're paying 20 cents on this. And I'm at the point now where I am jealous because of the player prop availability. Because it's like, hey, Andy, you have like 15 uh, offshores. Yeah, like 11 of them use the same player prop thing. Like and it's all sharp. Just, yeah, and it's sharp because there's so many different places feeding into. I mean, there's a bunch of paperhead skins that use Prop Builder. Like, that thing right, is Prop
0: Builder. That's what we're talking uh, about.
1: Yeah, it's the most popular one. So, like, you know, 50 different goddamn books are feeding into the same market. And those, it gets are, beat hell. those are hard to beat. So, like, I, I do I do feel a little jealousy now that you guys have the legal books for player props because they, it seems like there's always some laggards and there's some value to be had on, on, you know, depending if it's K props or some of this basketball stuff. And I feel like I'm really going to be hurting inside when it comes to football because you do seem to find better numbers than me when it comes to first touchdown scores. Uh, it kind is. Of it's a just whole thing. In, in general, in general, it's like when I, when I can get the same number as you, I'm like four out of five guys. I feel pretty good. Usually. I think maybe once last year, I was able to find a better number than you. And it is. I don't just a Horrible book, anyway. So, oh, no, it goes uh, on
0: vacation. So, I don't have my legal books up with yeah, me, but yeah. you're gonna have to move the office to Iowa. You really are. Maybe get maybe work from Iowa a couple days a week.
1: Honestly, it's not that bad of a commute. Like, I, and the town I cross in, I mean, you guys see the picture of the Casey's. Like, I could rent an office there for like probably three bills a month, get uh, get my Iowa on. I guess maybe that is it. maybe that's it. If I become this uh, a professional props better, which is not happening. I didn't drive down Don't there this week. I, and if Corey Connors wins, I am going to be kind of sad because that was like the one. It's like all my all my offshores had really close numbers for my outrights as far as what I wanted. But DraftKings had a 60 and I bet a 50 offshore. And so Corey Connors, I guess... He, he'll be the one that uh, finally moves me down to Iowa if he does take this down. He has not teed off yet. Uh, talk a little golf. I do have outrights on um, the a uh, player in first, a player in second, a player in third. I guess it's player in first, player tied for second, and a player tied for fifth. So the uh, the leader, Will Zelatoris, was on my card this week. Cameron Young is a shot back. He was on my card. And Cam Smith. Two shots back was on my card. So Love a couple we have to couple yet to yeah, double. I did the cam cam.
0: A book should hang a line for all the cams every week.
1: I've been saying this. Man, Camerons, because,
0: whatever. Do a cam yeah, group. The,
1: yeah, there should always be, especially when you end up with some of these fields where you end up with and I think you should throw in the Spanish version, Camillo, Viegas, and then but Cameron Champ, Cameron Triangali, Cam Davis. There's like six if you threw in Camille. Absolutely should be a market. I'm looking at you, Dave Mason. That feels like something you'd do. You're a wild man. You should tweet.
0: We should send that to Dave Mason. He'll do that.
1: I feel like he could. Maybe for a major, like highest. It would be for a while, it would have just been Cam Smith as like a prohibitive favorite, but now with the Cam Young coming on, you definitely have a, a two horse race. Um a couple young, of a smith a Davis a yeah, really a Tringali? Tringali. Couple, A uh, couple matchups I played. I played uh, four daily matchups today. One of them has started with, again, when a man's leading the tournament, he's usually doing pretty well in matchups. So happy Will Zalatoris over Jason Day holds a four-stroke lead. Need that to hold on for another five holes. It would be nice to start. It's always good to start the tournament with a win. couple that don't start here for, I have no idea if, Dublin, Ohio is in Central Time. I'm assuming it's Eastern. So these, if these tee times are in Eastern, then it is 11.24 and 11.12 uh, Central Time for me. So in about 20, 30 minutes for Kevin Streelman to tee off. But Davis, Riley, one of my golfers from last week, a young man I've fallen in love with over a Cameron King Tringali. Tringali is quickly maybe becoming the worst of the cams. I have him very low. He's someone, again, who's hurt me in the past when I have bet on him, which uh, stunk. He was the little guy who DQ'd for me. But Davis Riley is going to make cards a lot until his market catches up. It's one of those guys, and I think you've run into this too, probably with tennis players where, uh, because you, you, know, you watch enough live tennis where, you can look at someone's stats, and be like, I don't know if they're that good, but you watch them play tennis and be like, yeah, they're good. Like they just we don't have the the numbers yet or they just turned a corner. They got a new coach. They're using yep. new rackets. Like something happened and like all of a sudden their serve is killing. So same thing with Davis Riley. Like I look back at his stats and they don't suss out what I usually like for a golfer, but I test certainly works. He's great. He's going to be around. He's going to win within the next 18 months, I think. And then uh, Matthew Neesmith, another longer shot. This is way down the card. These guys are, you know, like in the 150 to 1 range. But Streelman's been a fade for me for quite a while. Getting him at plus 100 here feels pretty, pretty good. I can actually look it up real quick where I bet these just so people people don't have to go hunting if they don't want to. But it turns out both of those were at BetOnline slash Lovig, speaking of Dave Mason. Kind of my shop. My shopping usually is just Bookmaker and LowVig for uh, <laughs> matchup prices. Sometimes I'll look on Bovada, but sometimes they just end up with weird ones. So Davis Riley over Tringali minus 105, and Matthew Nee Smith over Kevin Streelman plus 100. Those, uh, yeah, you get a little time. You get a little time to play those. I can dig it. I don't know what else. Do did, did we bet anything else? Is that it for the day? I didn't bet any soccer. I didn't bet any. I mean, there's like no. There's some college softball coming up apparently tomorrow. We I'm bet on that. It. People are betting on softball. I'm seeing it. Like, I'll just uh, share. I just found
0: out that. you could bet on college lacrosse.
1: Yeah, well, it's I an did. Amazing too. time to be alive. I bet on. I bet on Rutgers when they lost to Cornell. That didn't turn out so good. I'm 0 for one on uh, on lacrosse over the last few weeks. So, yeah, lacrosse is a fun one to bet too because. It's usually higher scoring. That total in that that final was like 25 or something. That ended up being pretty low scoring uh under Cayman and Spade. So um Patrick McCann says, Yes, it is a Columbus suburb. It is Eastern time, Turkish second division promotional playoff final today. Yeah, that's a tough league to handicap. I try to stay out of the, the league one when it comes to Turkey. I'm probably just gonna call it a day. Go get ready for a golf meeting. Uh, watch a little tennis. Watch a little golf. And I think it's, I think it's uh, the kids get ready for the basketball watch, game. They want to watch it. Celtics. I know we got it. What time does it start? Is it late?
0: Oh God, it's always late. It's got to be late. To
1: up. So here's here's the beauty. Nine the kid, p.m.
0: Eastern tip, eight Central.
1: Oh, that's perfect. The kids want to watch another Mighty Ducks movie. They've seen the first two in the past week, so it's D three tonight. And if I started at like 630, then I can just be done by the time the game's on. Then I can yeah. send, send everyone to bed. Go they're to not going to enjoy
0: D3 as much as they enjoy D1 and D2. But.
1: Oh, God, no. The the Iceland team? Like, there's no worse villain. So, perfect. All right, 12. Thanks for hanging with us. Good luck on everything you bet. Good luck on everything we bet even more. And uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow, Friday.